stopping us right now And there's no stopping us right now And there's no stopping us right now You are tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show, celebrating 22 years on the air. David Essel alive, of course, David Essel in the box, right now with you. And that's the attitude we'd love for you to pick up from this show, is that there is no stopping you right now from creating what you desire with your love, your body, money, whatever it is. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, you're listening to us on XM Satellite Radio 168. We are streaming worldwide, absolutely free at talkdavid.com and broadcasting live as we do every Saturday for these three magnificent hours out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. You can email us at talkdavid.com. Call us, talk to us. There's all kinds of ways to get in touch with us, which we'll share more of that later on. What would it look like in your life right now if you could create exactly what you desire? How different would your life be? How different would your love life be? How different would your body look? How different would your finances be? How different would you feel on a daily basis when you got up out of bed? Would you be releasing addictions? Would you have more joy, more inner peace? What is it that you would like to create? What is it that you would like to manifest? Well, my first guest this hour, J.B. Glossinger, is going to share with us ideas and thoughts on how you can manifest the life experience you desire. He's the creator of MorningCoach.com and also the author of the book, Get Out of Neutral, Manifest the Life Experience You Desire. J.B., welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great. Hey, why is it, J.B., why is it that most of us are not living the life we so desire? Well, I think it has a lot to do with conditioning. Um, I believe that, you know, as you know, <laughs> being consistent on every Saturday and putting that positive energy out there is that people are exposed to the news, they're exposed to their friends, their family, their religion, whatever, that you know, that's yeah. out there in the world today, and they're getting these messages all the time, and literally they're conditioned, and I hate to say this, but for failure. Hmm. Now, condition for failure, explain that more, because I like that concept. Explain it more. Well, we, we live in a society that really is based on a system, and the system is, and it's not a negative system. This isn't a negative thing, but there's a system out there, an economic system, a machine, and you have to be either a part of that machine or you've got to be able to step back and see the machine for what it is, and the machine is meant to keep people kind of in a particular way of life, uh, you know, the, the, you're supposed to go to school like I did, you know, get a job like I did, go get your MBA like I did, work up through corporate like I did, get on the board of directors. I did all that stuff. But the problem <laughs> with doing that system, you know what I'm talking about, is that, yep. you, you know, you never really find any clarity. And so we're allowing all these other stimulus, whether it's advertisers who are telling us you need to wear this particular dress or you need to drive this particular car to feel good or you need this type of job or you need to be like the real housewives on, on, you know, of Atlanta on TV or the Kardashians. And so we're getting the stimulus, you know, since we, since we were born, 
And a lot of people look around and they say, well, gosh, why am I not happy? Why don't I have spiritual peace? Why don't I have abundance? Well, because you're plugged in this system. Now, again, it's not a negative system because somebody has to do the work, right? Somebody has to, you know, build the, the car. Somebody has to, you know, make the food. Somebody has to cut the grass. But at the end of the day, if you look at it, we're constantly getting this stimulus from all these external sources, and we're not looking at our own heart. We're not looking within ourselves to find out what we truly want to accomplish. And this always isn't material either. But the fact of the matter is we're, we're plugged into this system that is really programming, programming us for failure in a certain sense. Okay, JB, so you, you, you gave this really nice little string of events. Like, you were told to go to school, you went to school, you were told to get a job, you got a job, you were told by someone that your life would be better with a PhD, you got a PhD. You were told that if you got on the board of directors, something would happen, you got on the board of directors. Now, you, you, it sounds like you followed the system really well. What was missing for you in that following the system? Well, I think the main thing for me was I never did a values analysis. I never looked at what was really important to me. You know, freedom to me is, was one of my number one values. Now family, but, you know, as I get older, you know, the values change a little bit. But I was following the money, you know, from, from small money up to upper six figures. I bought and sold aircraft all the way up to the board of directors making really great money in the scope of things. But I had no freedom. People were telling me, get on this airplane and go do this. You know, go take this next step and, 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 you know, go, you know, just no freedom whatsoever. And, you know, I forgot my wife's name, literally, you know, working 60, 70 hours a week. And I never did a values analysis to say, okay, look in the mirror and what's really important to you. And I let everybody else, the external, and I think most people do this, letting all the external influences kind of guide them instead of looking inside and finding those values that's really important and saying, okay, these are my values. Let me make my decision based on these values. And when I did, finally did that and woke up to that after some you know, spiritual research and really looked deeper into my life, that's when it all changed. It was like, wow, we've got to really go a different direction because your top values, you're, you're not doing that. You're going against all your top values. Right. And, and, and once you found that freedom was a top value, that you had forsaken, turned over in the lieu of following a system, how did your life change once you put freedom first? Well, it was really difficult, to be honest with you, because what I did personally is I have a message that I have a lot of energy, and I wanted to help people. You know, I wanted to get out there and do something and help them. So I wrote my book, Get Out of Neutral, and I thought, okay, this is how it's going to work. You go out there, you know, I put $40,000 in this book. You know, I've got an MBA, I've got a PhD, I'm, I'm pretty good on stage, I'm, I'm a good speaker. I thought, you know, that this, you know, I've, I've come from the world of sales. I thought, you know, I'll just write this book and all these people will come on board. I'll sell these 4,000 books that I had delivered to my house by UPS and filled up my living room. You should have seen that site. Right, and, right. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, this, this UPS book, pull, you know, UPS truck pulled up and <laughs> dropped out these boxes, and I'm thinking, oh, three, well, how many books is three, four thousand? You know, how many boxes? She took up the whole living room. But I put, right. you know, I built a website, and I, you know, I thought I had the direction to go, build a website, got the books and everything, and literally, I think I sold three books. Nobody booked me to speak. I'd quit my job, which was very high paying and good, and so it actually was probably one of those things where I looked at it and said, wow, this is the worst decision I ever made following my values. But I look at it five years later, and now, and I, I'm not saying this to brag, but I work an hour a day, maybe less. You know, Tim Ferriss is a friend of mine, his four-hour work week. I actually work less than him now. And literally, I'm on the golf course. I golf every day. I took it up seven months ago. 
and I have the freedom in my life. So I want some extremely challenging things by following my values. And, and, and you know, God bless my wife for sticking with me because there was some time she looked at me and was like, you know, what are you doing? Sure. But the key was I took a look at my internal values. I, I followed some metaphysical signs that said this is what you need to do, went through those tough periods where a lot of people would given up, and said, you know, I'm going to make it. And believe me, I, my belief was challenged so many times along the way until I finally broke broke through that. And when 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 one's belief is challenged, like like you know, at some level, JB, and and for for my audience, it could be totally different values. It may not be for you, ladies and gentlemen, freedom. It might be choosing uh, to put more time into your children or your relationship or your God path or whatever it is. But how do you, when you know the decision is right? Even though the external world looks like it's saying to you it's absolutely wrong, how do you stay strong in your beliefs, JB? How do you stay anchored in your beliefs and weather the storm? I, I'm uh, this is and, and I, I'm glad that you prefaced it. It's not about freedom. It's about whatever somebody wants. That clarity, I think, is the most important thing. So somebody might just want to talk to their twelve-year-old, you know, son again. You know, so. Right. I'm right. I'm glad you prefaced that because this isn't about freedom and money all the time. It's about your own values. But for me, JB, JB, yeah. I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back with JB's answer about how do you stay strong in your beliefs when you know the path is correct, but life is throwing at you one challenge after another. JB Glossinger is awesome. I love this guy already. Morningcoach.com is his website. Check it out. Morningcoach.com. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. We are here for you every Saturday, rocking this world. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Helping you get off the fence in life and to create the life you desire. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing for a very, very long time. Thank you so much. Welcome aboard. David Essel in the box with you. 1-800-548-8255. My guest, J.B. Glossinger. As, as, and MorningCoach.com. Check it out. If we have a chance in a little bit, we're going to talk about what that is. His creation, MorningCoach.com. Also author of the book, Get Out of Neutral. J.B., before the break, we were talking about... When you find your, you get very clear in life and you find your highest value. For you, it was freedom. For someone else, it might be really focusing on their health or a relationship. It could be money. It could be whatever it is. And you're going at it and you know at the deepest part of your heart and soul, this is what you're supposed to be doing. But life is not responding back. It's not echoing back that this is the right path. As a matter of fact, it's throwing block after block after block. Like what you received, how do you stay strong? I think that's the question. I mean, it really is. I think this is where we reach the point of failure for so many people because, you know, when you start something and you're going after it, it's the hardest time. I mean, you can't pull any punches. It's tough. When nobody else believes in you, you've got to hold that inner belief more than anything because I think that's where your critics just can kill you. I mean, I had a good friend say, Jimmy, why would anybody ever listen to you? You know, and literally for two years, it took me away from my dream. I, I didn't go after what I wanted to do. In fact, it probably affected thousands of people because I, I stumbled for two years 
because I listen to that person. So I think the first thing is you've got to really protect your kingdom, and I, that, that's your mental kingdom, by getting on your show on Saturdays, you know, listening to something like morningcoach.com or, you know, any of the great resources that are out there in our community. The other thing I think is critical is you've got to be very, very cautious of those that you surround yourself with because those people really can push you back into that failure conditioning once again just with a simple statement. I mean, words are total spells, and if you are not strong enough mentally and you don't have that kingdom prepared, then all of a sudden you start to doubt. And for me, I always say the thing, words, you know, and we, we remember the secret law of attraction and all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm not really into that so much. But, but there's, you know, thoughts are things, right? We know that. Yeah. Thoughts are things. Right. And, and beliefs make them so. Beliefs solidify those, those, those thoughts. But the actions solidify, solidify the beliefs. So if you're going on that path and, and you believe that you're on the right track and you've got clarity, all of a sudden somebody comes into your world and says, you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, somebody loves you. Maybe it's a parent and says, well, go back to school. You know, you need to go back groceries first, make some money. Those little things just crush your belief. And when your belief gets crushed, it's really hard to believe in yourself, especially when nobody else believes in you. So you've got to get yourself surrounded by the right people, and you've got to build your – this is where I think personal development is just huge. You've got to build that confidence to get through that wall of garbage that's been put in your way so that you can get through there. And then what happens is one other person will believe in you, and boy, does the magic start to happen when you can get some other people around you. But that could take years. Literally, it yes. could take years. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and you know, th- this is so interesting because when I have people who have created a path to success as you have on the show, JB, many times we don't want to share the truth that of what you just said or listeners or readers of books want to go to the ending, you know, like we want to go right to the end. Oh, they became a millionaire. Oh, they found their, their love of their life. Or, oh, they lost 180 pounds. But, but they don't want to hear the struggles that people go through. And it's common for everyone who accomplishes great stuff, isn't it? It's, it's so common. And that's part of our conditioning, too. I mean, we have this instantaneous gratification thing. And literally, right. you've got to love the journey. You know, you've got to love this journey. You're writing your story. You're, and, and the way I, I like to help people is, look, write your story to help others. You know, you're going through challenges that other people are going to see. And so a lot of people, you know, your listeners, I'm sure, because it was me too, you know, they kind of step back and say, well, who am I? Who am I? Well, you're, right. you're an awesome manifestation. I mean, it's a miracle that you were born. I mean, you know, you've got to stop and get out of that negativity that you have been conditioned. It's not your fault. You've been, you know, this has just been pounded into your brain yeah. since you were born. You know, and, and, and go through those trials and tribulations and celebrate them because it's, it's not what you achieve, it's who you become, you know, and that comes from doing things, that comes from becoming large, and that comes from, you know, taking it day by day and building that belief. Because once you get those other people believing you, I'm, I'm telling you, it's like the Archangel Gabriel coming down. <laughs> it's like you're <laughs> healing, you know. I love and, it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, JB, we've, we've just got a couple minutes left. I wanted to ask you about morningcoach.com. Tell us about that creation because I think a lot of our listeners could really benefit. You have podcasts every day that people can, te- but you, you, you're the expert. Tell us more about it. Well, we've done six, I've done 1,650. You know, I talked about protecting your kingdom and consistency, and I couldn't find it, literally. And I would try to read books by the great ones, Napoleon Hill, Tony Robbins. Zig Ziglar. The problem with that was every time I read another book, I was literally changing systems. I didn't realize it, but subconsciously. I'm not saying don't do that. I think it's great to get that information. 
But I put morningcoach.com basically on something they've told us for years is to get 30 minutes of positive personal development every day. And so I did that by recording myself and starting to have success by listening to it and then sharing it with the world and then blowing it up into this huge community now. So we have this huge community of people that come together. We're in 100-plus countries. Uh, it's not only about listening to me every day, but it's also about connecting with other like-minded people. And it's just been a wonderful experience. It's growing like crazy, and we're having fun. It's a membership site, uh, and the reason we charge a membership, we don't take advertisers. It's $20 a month. And uh, we got this just great community. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I don't like to sell it. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. We have a seven-day free trial if anyone wants to check it out. We've got member spotlights in there. Listen to our members. That's if you really want to check it out because our, it's all about our members. It's not about yeah. me at all. Well, and $20 a month, I mean, that's four cups of coffee. <laughs> exactly. Hey, but I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and i got to tell you real quick, it used to be free, and we had 12,000 people in there for free, and people were not getting the same amount of successes now. And what I had to do is I had to get some skin in the game. I could have kept it free and just you know put millions of people in it, but is there just something about people investing in themselves, and I think it's metaphysical sure. more than anything, that says, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm totally on board. You know what we're going to do, JB? I'm, I'm going to get you back on the show, and, and I want to spend some time where you can share some of the success stories that your members have shared from fueling their brain every day with 20 or 30 minutes worth of positive. Like, I, I want you to actually share next time success stories of clients who have come on. Would you be willing to do that? Oh, I love it. I mean, we have shark. We, we just had somebody on Shark Tank. I got some uh, house, uh, housewife who just who just – who just kind of got her mind right, and she was just on Shark Tank. So I'd love to do that, love to do that. Yeah, yeah, that would be so cool because there's too many people, and you alluded to this earlier, there's too many people, and we, we have awesome listeners, JB, and this is not a downer to any of our listeners, but there's too many people, and possibly some that fleet in, they, they, they flit in and they pick up a little bit of a show here and there, that still do not have that grounded belief that they are worthy of bringing into their life that love or the great body or the freedom from the addiction or the money they want. There's too many people in our country alone, and I know both our show and your morning coach goes out internationally, but there's too many people just in the United States of America that do not go after what they desire because they don't feel they're worthy of it. And that's why I want to get you back and to feed us with more stories of real-life people who have accomplished great things, even though at first they didn't think they could. I'm on. I'm, I'm here. I mean, I love your show. I love, you know, you know as well as I do, there's not enough out there uh, of people doing this. We need everybody out there in the world putting some more positive energy. I mean, literally, I believe it's time for the evolution of consciousness to make this shift. It's time for people to realize the greatness that's within, in disease, hunger, and poverty. I'm right with you, you know, so whatever you need, I'm on next time. I love it. Love to be there with some members and whatever you need. I love what you're doing every Saturday, and people need to get here and listen because it will change their life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, visit morningcoach.com, morningcoach.com. You can also check out JB's page on Facebook. Just And, and it, it's facebook.com slash what, JB? What is the, the, the Facebook it, page? It, yeah, Morning Coach 22. I think there's 65,000 positive people on there, but it's Morning Coach 22. 22 is my old football number, my lucky number, so you remember it. Morning Coach 22 on Facebook. I, I love it. Morningcoach.com. JB, wonderful to have you on. April will book you again, and we'll get some more stories going. The work you're doing is phenomenal, man. Keep it up. Thank you. You too. Keep rocking, brother. Thanks for having you, me on. You got it, JB. Bye-bye now.
MorningCoach.com. Check it out, gang. MorningCoach.com. Coming up, your calls, 1-800-548-8255. Are you stuck? Are you in a position in life that you want to change but you don't know what to do next? We'll be taking your calls, your emails, one 800 548-8255. David Essel, talkdavid.com. Stay there. Like a stopwatch, let's stop time and enjoy this moment, darling. One day, while my light is glowing, I'll be in my castle golden. But until the gates are open, I just want to feel this moment. Oh, come on. I just want Oh, yeah. I just want to feel this moment. Nathan Staten rocking it by pulling the music out for David Essel alive before I even asked him to. I love this song, Christina and Pitbull. Rocking it with you. 1-800-548-8255. I think I must have been a singer in a preview. I mean, surely not in the current life. But I think in the past I must have been a musician or something because there is just so much about music that I love. Love, love, love. 800-548-8255. Hey, listen, I'm going to go to this really powerful email, but if you have a question, if you're sitting there, we're going to open the lines here today. A couple times during the show, we try to sneak some time in for our listeners, our email, answer questions. And if you want to, if you've got something, you're sitting here listening to this outrageously powerful show with these guests that we've had on today that have all been just superb, superb. And you have a question, call me, 1-800-548-8255. If you want to be more successful in life, if you're looking for a way to lose that weight for good or create deep love, to, to manifest an income that you desire, to get off the fence, to let go of a negative attitude, to forgive someone from the past that's haunting you, call me, 1-800-548-8255. Free coaching on the air right now. We're going to be taking your calls, 800 800- Five four eight eight two five five. I want to go to this email as well, and uh, and this is a powerful email, and we're going to get your feedback too. Uh, we listen to you in Seattle, Washington. Our son is sixteen, and just told us he is gay. Not a surprise. We have known. However, and this is big. It goes against our religion. Uh, we are torn. Is this relationship with our son more important than following the Bible and our pastor? Do we ignore his choices? And that's a good question. Is it really a choice being gay? And that's a totally different subject. But um, do we do what our church says and get him into services to be, quote unquote, healed? Oh, my Lord, if you had a son or a daughter and you were committed to a religious path and that religious path said that being gay is wrong, what would you do? 1-800-548-8255. Would you accept and go? Would you accept your son or daughter who was gay, who was lesbian? Welcome them into your heart, not just your lives, but into your heart, and go against the church. What advice would you have for this couple? There, I mean, I'm going to give you my advice in a minute, but I want to know what you think. They're torn between the family and being devoted to the church. What do you think about that? 1-800-548-8255. Should a family say, listen. That's great that you believe that, Pastor, and you believe that religion, and I believe it too, but now that I'm torn, I have to make a choice? I have to make a choice between my daughter or my son and church or a pastor? Now, I will tell you, 
and you can probably guess by the tone of my voice that I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I have empathy and compassion for this couple, but I can't even believe there's a decision here. You know what I'm saying? 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. What would you do in this circumstance? What would you do in this circumstance? Would you say to your son or daughter, you know what? I'm going to have to let you go here. You're going to have to sort of go off on your own because what you're doing, being gay, being lesbian, is not acceptable by the church, by the pastor. So uh, good luck. Is that a 16-year-old? With that, isn't this kind of crazy? I mean, it's kind of crazy to me. It's kind of crazy that we're being torn between a, 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 a here a son, a 16-year-old son, and saying, should we love or accept, embrace our son, or should we try to get him, quote-unquote, healed? Now, this type of stuff really blows my mind. As many of you know, I'm an all-faith minister. I have an extremely strong, strong respect for God, for the spiritual path, and everything else. But this blows me away. I can't even imagine. I really can't. And this is where I am. You might call me very liberal when I say I think it's insane for religion to get in the way of love for a daughter or a son. I think it is absolutely insane. Don't you agree? Like, why should this person, why should this couple be put in that position? They feel bad. They feel guilty because they have a son or daughter who's gay. And I don't believe my personal opinion is it's not a choice. It's not you just wake up and go, you know, I think I'm going to like the same sex. It's not that at all. And I believe there's enough studies out there to prove that to be true, especially with what gay people go through, what they go through, the harassment, etc. You know, uh, a text just came in. Uh, I agree with you 100%, David. It's insane that religions ask families to do this. I would look for a new religion. Uh, the second text just came in about the same. Dittoing, dittoing, dittoing. Everyone's pretty much agreeing with this. Yeah, listen, I, I just want to say this. If you're ever in a position of choosing between a child who is gay or lesbian and your church... I really don't think there should ever be a decision. I think you can have it both ways. You can have an amazing church life devoted to God, and you can have the love and acceptance and understanding and compassion for your child. Bingo. 1-800-548-8255-800-548-8255. I'll read you some more of the texts that are coming in. They're going off the wall right now. The text is 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. few people don't agree with me, that's fine. We'll get to you in a few minutes. Let's go to Georgia. D, you are on with David Essel. Hey. Hey, Georgia, what's on, or D, what's on your mind? My thing is, you know, my love life sucks. And I have been working on it a lot. I think um, I have done a lot of growing, a lot of changing, but it seems like everyone I meet is not ready for a relationship. They say it until we talk about things and I end up being more of a counselor. So I don't know why I attract these men that, I don't know, that just don't know what they want or are fence or been hurt so bad that they don't even want to try anymore. Let me ask you this, Dee. Do you have any resentments for past lovers? I don't feel that I do. Okay. You're pretty sure of that. 
Okay, well, I mean, there is my son's father. I don't resent him. I don't like the way that he has treated my son. He has mistreated uh-huh. him. and But I, there's nothing like, I don't grieve our relationship or anything. I'm not bitter about how it began or ended. I just, I'm okay. over him. I don't like the way he treats my son, but that's that's as far as that goes. Okay, here's another question for you. Um, do you like men? I love men. Okay, but let me go back to the liking part, because like, like is going to have to precede men. Okay, now, like, like if I were working with you, uh-huh. I would want you to go through a series of writing exercises to show that you trust men, that you like men. We, we don't want to even get to the love thing yet. Um, you know, do you believe men are after one thing mainly, and that's to have sex? No, and I don't believe all men are bad. I, I have a wonderful father. My parents are still married, and I believe in love. And I know not all men are bad or dogs or cheat, and so I don't, I'm not like that. Okay, good. These, these are good answers. Okay, next, what part of you is not ready for a deep love relationship? Do you know? No, because I feel like I am ready. Okay, then guess what? Maybe you are. And what you're the, and the process that you're in in life right now is just to continue to prove yourself that you are by not accepting someone less than you desire. How's that? That makes sense. It could be, you could be in the most perfect place in life, D, and this is the universe, God, whatever word you want to put, giving you opportunities to continue to prove that you're solid, that you're not here to help heal men, you're not here to save men, that you like men, and you are willing to wait until the right guy comes. And until then, you're not going to waste your time with guys that need to be seeing people like me. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. now, how, how long have you been working on yourself, question one, and how long have you been single? I have been single for about five years. I've been working mm-hmm. on myself for, how mm, about good six years? Okay. And so, are you willing to wait, or do you think you're getting a little anxious now and you might jump ship and grab the next guy? <laughs> well, I am willing to wait because I, I have the opportunity, like I said, to date less than desirable men, and uh, it's just, I feel like I'm worth more, and I, I need to wait, but, you know, I do get lonely, but I don't think well, I'm going to grab the next man walking by or anything. Okay, good, good, good. D, you're on the perfect path, babe. Be that great example for yourself and other women that you can have patience, you can wait until you receive what you desire. I think you rocks. Keep doing what you're doing, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. David Essel Live, 1-800-548-8255. Call me right now. We'll talk to you about any challenge you're facing. 1-800-548-8255. For 22 years, we've been helping people. Another 22 coming. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Broadcasting out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel alive. 800-548-8255. You know, I love this last caller, D. I've got someone who just emailed us directly related to her call. But before I go to your email, um, 
you know, if you attract men, any woman, or vice versa, the other way around too. But since we're talking about a woman, if you attract men that are not ready to date, and then you date them, then that would be a sign of codependency, right? Because the codependent woman wants to nurture that guy and show him he can be loved and hold his hand through the challenges of other women in his life and all that kind of stuff. It never works. It's called codependency. Same thing with men. When men are attracting women that are, maybe their lives are filled with chaos and drama or their past couple relationships, the guys treated them like crap and you're the one that's going to show them that guys can be great guys, nonsense. It's called codependency. So what our caller D is doing is dead on. What a great place that she's in. Not willing to heal, help men, not going to date for someone. And I, oh my God, I've worked with clients all the time on this. Do not date for someone's potential. One of the biggest mistakes we make is dating for someone's potential. Well, you know, he's been hurt. So he's a great guy. He just doesn't trust women, but he's been hurt. It's like, oh, my God, no. Or she's a great woman, but, you know, the last three guys have just screwed her over royally. No, do not date for someone's potential ever, ever, ever. Yeah, it's a challenge having this kind of patience like D has, right? It's a challenge. And... If you stay on path, you'll be rewarded. So here's the the email that just came. Just listen to your caller. Uh, I'm not where she is. I still have resentments. Good for her. Help me out. What are the most important steps to take to get over a divorce? It's been two years, and I feel angry still. Number one, this is brutal, but since it's been two years, I'm going to tell you to do this exercise. What was your role in the breakdown of the marriage? Or if you've had a couple years off from dating someone and you're still angry at them, what was your role in the breakdown of the relationship? Everyone has a role. But see, a lot of people play the victim. And they go, oh, you know what? I was perfect and I was this nonsense. In 25 years of doing counseling work, I have never met someone that didn't have a role in the breakdown of their relationship. They may perceive themselves as being perfect, but that's the martyr-victim identity. It just isn't true. Like maybe your role was that you didn't pay attention to all the signs that were there from day one. That's a huge role. That's a massive role. 800-548-8255. That is a massive role. And if that's the only role you played, that's a big enough one to take responsibility for. So you don't repeat it in the future, right? So that's the first one. Write about your role in the breakdown of the relationship. Write about it. Here is my role. Number two, forgive yourself in writing. Take the time to write letters to yourself to forgive you in specific for the things that you did that did not serve the relationship and yourself. And number three, forgive your partner in writing. You don't have to send these letters off to them. But you've got to get really clear. And many times we find in both the letters to forgive yourself and the letters to forgive your partner that it can take. Now listen to this. It can take 6, 7, 14 days of writing in order to break through and finally forget. If you don't forgive your partner, the anger is going to continue. And you're going to take that anger and resentment into your next relationship. So please follow those steps. They're crucial. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, a shout out to the team. Oh, my Lord. Team David that does such an amazing job. Will Wilkerson, XM producer, Nathan Staten, XM engineer, Renee Bledsoe, director of communication, Marlene Payne, business coach, 
April O'Leary, guest producer, Lisa Doyle, brand manager for XM, Vivian Giuliano, social media manager and Pat Nebel, office manager. Thank you all for the amazing work you do every week to make this show our reality. Here's another question. Uh, I want to lose 50 pounds and just signed up at the gym. I'm 31, never worked out. My husband told me that you said on the show the emphasis need to be on diet, not exercise alone. Uh, is this true? And the answer is absolutely is it true. Oh, my Lord. Do you know how many people are in gyms across America that have spent six months, a year, two years, four years, five years, and have not seen a dramatic change in their weight? Now, sometimes we can say, well, they've traded muscle for body fat, but many times it's not true. You can exercise an hour a day, five to six days a week, and if you don't radically change your diet, you may not see very much physical change at all. And I mean this to be true. Now, that doesn't mean I'm saying don't exercise, but I'm saying if you're going to put the time into exercise, oh, my Lord, put the same effort into changing your diet. High protein, lots of vegetables, take sugar out, white flour out, take all that garbage out, take fast foods out, and you will see some of the most dramatic, radical change that will make going to the gym worthwhile. You'll be so ecstatic with the changes in your physical body because you've applied the principles of discipline to your diet, I promise you, you'll be happy as hell. one 800 Next up, my girlfriend never accepts my compliments. Ooh, this is a biggie. You look gorgeous, uh, but her response will be, my hair is a mess. I'll say, I love how you are on time for our dates, and her response will be, but my nails are still wet, and they don't look that good. What gives? Okay, well, what gives here, my man, is uh, very low self-esteem. And it's a tragedy. You know, it really is. Um, Low self-esteem means low self-love, low self-acceptance. Fancy term, self-esteem for self-love and self-acceptance. But anyone that cannot accept a compliment, they're really struggling with this. And you got to make a decision. You cannot change her, so don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Her identity has been based around not being enough, and she likes it. It gives her something to think about. It gives her something to say. It makes her think that she's not worthy of compliments. It's a mess. It's a mess. And I don't know how long you guys have gone to out together, but um, here's my concern for you is you're going to get exhausted with this. It's tiring. It's called chaos and drama in a relationship. It's tiring to have someone constantly say, oh, yeah, but, you know, if I only lost five more pounds, this, this swimsuit would look great. Or, oh, my God, it's exhausting. The only thing that you can do is bring it to her attention. And if it bothers you, as it bothers many people, ask her to get help. If she's willing to get help, great. But otherwise, you'll have to make a decision. Is that, can I really listen to this? Like, if if this is ongoing, can I really listen to it? Do I really want to listen to it? Is this something I desire? Think about that. Let's go to Katie. In Mississippi, you're out with David Essel. Hi, David. My name is Katie. I, I uh, have a sister who is sort of the uh, relationship uh, that you were talking about before, the codependent relationship. And she has a daughter that's 17 who is uh, going through quite a bit of trial herself. She has um, uh, had a previous attempt of suicide and has been mm. 
calling my sister uh, all kinds of filthy names and is um, has called the cops on her several times, and they've sort of come to a point where they can't deal with each other very well. So at the end of this school year, she's going to be coming with, to live with my husband and myself. Uh, I have four children, and wow. he and I are uh, have a wonderful relationship and a, a pretty stable home. And I guess my question is, what is the best, approach to dealing with her when she comes. I know that she's going to be respectful of me, and, right. you know, I feel like she's going to thrive Katie, hold on, hold on, Katie. Katie, just so okay. you know, we have like 30 seconds left. So, number one, okay. I'm going to tell you to, to email me at talkdavid.com, and I will get in touch with you, and we'll talk more. But number one, just so for our audience, here's this, too. Number one, you're going to have to come up with a list of consequences and boundaries, in other words, what is it that you expect, 17 years old, that she that she follows, the rules, the guidelines, and I would have you and your husband sit down and create them. It means, you know, how her time out of the house, curfews, the whole nine yards. Get as specific as possible. She will respect you up to a point, which is why I want you to write down the boundaries of living with you guys and the consequences that would come if those boundaries are broken. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show, talkdavid.com. Have a great week. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific.